the Motorsport Coaching Podcast, sponsored by Motivate Training and Management. This is a podcast where we talk to drivers and industry experts to help you maximize your performances on and off the track. Let's get started with today's show. Hello, guys, and welcome back to the Motorsport Coaching Podcast. I am your host, Belinda Risley, and this is episode number 60. I'm so excited about the quality of the guests that we've had over the past 12 to 15 months. And again, I just want to thank everybody for coming on board and for you listeners for enjoying the content, writing us reviews and hitting that download button. And we recently have hit over 10,000 downloads. So a very big thank you. And I hope you continue to enjoy the shows in 2020. Today, guys, we have two lovely ladies from Vancouver, Lisa and Serena from Flourish Marketing Solutions. We're going to talk about everything Instagram. So what is the benefits of Instagram? Um, What's the difference between the posting and the stories and stories and even Instagram TVs. I really think that Instagram TV is going to be the way to go in the future, especially with everybody opting to do videos. And we're going to talk about what kind of content to put on each of those three different, I guess, categories of the one platform and things like how long your content should be, some ideas around motorsports, Uh, And really some more depth around telling your story and how you can go about that. The lovely ladies have kindly given us loads of free resources, which will be available in the show notes today. So make sure you head over to Apple podcast or over to motivatetraining.com.au forward slash podcast and grab those free resources and show notes. This week, we have a review um, from Rumler69, and he says, the content and the guests are great. I always learn something that I can apply in my motorsport career. So thanks, Rumler69. He stated it was valuable and informative, and I hope you guys are finding that as well. And again, we'd really appreciate you can leave any of those reviews over at Apple Podcast or head over onto our website. Before we get started into this week's show, next week we have Macaulay Jones coming up and we're going to discuss everything that's happened in 2019, which was his rookie year of the supercars. So what lessons has he learned? Has his training changed, his diet, and really his role within the team? As those who don't know, uh, he is a father-son racer so he drives for his father and he was working full-time within the team so we're going to talk about what his role looks like now at Brad Jones Racing so make sure you tune in to next week otherwise let's get into today's show well good morning ladies and welcome to the motorsport coaching podcast good afternoon where we are it's a pleasure to be here yeah so where are you guys exactly in the world today we, we are in Vermont in the United States, yes, and it is um, 3 p.m. here, and we so appreciate you accommodating this time for us, because I know it's pretty early for you. That's all right. Early break. <laughs> we'll make it worth it. We'll make it worth it for you. And it's only 10 degrees here. Hello? Yeah, 10 degrees right now. It's so cold. Oh, Really? Um, obviously, I've been having bushfires, and I know, unfortunately, and so it's been really hot and cold. We've just had floods, 
Um, so yes, oh my gosh. flooded. Um, so today uh, the sun is shining and hopefully it's going to be a bright day. Oh, good. I hope so. Well, thank you so much for having us. My name is Lisa Bean and this is Serena Best. We are with Flourish Marketing Solutions. Yeah. So I'll let Serena tell you a little bit about what we do. Yes, please. Yeah. So we, um, we really focus on small businesses and really trying to um, help them flourish. That's kind of our name um, in the social media marketing realm and really try to level the playing field um, against, you know, the big guys. Um, and really because it's, it's really tough out there. And we know that small business owners have wear a lot of hats and um, we really just wanted to try to teach and educate them um, that it doesn't have to be overwhelming um, and that they can tell their story and, you know, sell, sell their products, sell their service, whatever, um, whatever, you know, they need. Yeah, we really want to help um, small businesses to grow their social media following and their business through that. So we always say it doesn't matter how many followers you have. You could have 100,000 followers and not one of them will ever spend a dollar with you. You could have a really great community of 5,000 followers and really um, change the life of your business. So our mission is to always share what the latest and greatest is that is happening in the world of marketing. Um, and we share all that for free. We, we just give a lot of free content out. And then once people trust us and get to know us, we do have some paid courses and things that people can sign up for. So that's kind of, and we have, you know, clients that we do social media marketing for, but really our business is really to educate and just, we, we just love sharing what we know with other people. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Over here, guys, around about motivate management, what we can do for motorsport competitors. Um, we see ourselves to be the, the education hub around to get resources about building their brands and sponsorship and social media. We do fitness yes. and mindset and everything. And then, yeah, we, we do have some bits and pieces, about some small services that they can take. But other than that, it is trying to educate um, freely uh, as much as possible, hence the podcast. Um, so it's fantastic what you guys are doing. And I especially got in touch with you guys because I saw that um, you have Instagram, of course, and um, Instagram TV and online. Yes. And it's very affordable um, and it's short courses and there's lots of services that you guys have. I downloaded a few things last week in order for today's podcast. Um, before we get into all of that, though, to yeah. about the um, social media marketing, what exactly is social media marketing and um, what's happening for 2020? Yeah, so social media marketing is taking your marketing efforts and moving them in onto the digital world. So social media marketing can consist of, you know, some businesses use LinkedIn, some use Facebook, some use Instagram. So it's just taking your marketing and using these channels to get the word out about your business. And I always tell people, you have to have a purpose to be on social media and it has to serve the audience because there's no, no one's just going to follow your page if they're not being served and educated in some way, whether that's entertainment, whether that's educational, whatever that is, like before you as a business, you know, really start like promoting yourselves on social media, think of how you're going to serve your audience. And that is the most important advice I can give anybody. 
Yeah, and even though we're working with athletes here, um, we mm-hmm. see them, they need to register and set themselves up as a business. So yes. we're developing a course at the moment called Motorsport is a Business. And so for people to get into that mindset, um, you know, even from a legal point of view, but also when it comes to a business point of view, um, that even though they're an athlete, they're still a business. Um, there's still a business yeah there's still an entity and there's a lot of changes to social media for 2020 so I know that was some of what we were going to talk about and some of the big things that are going to carry over from 2019 the first one would be authenticity so it's not going to be such filtered marketing people want to see behind the scenes they want to see like the real life action shots they want to see the struggle they want to see all of it they want to see owners of companies coming out from behind the curtain They want to see how things are made. So um, definitely start planning content that has that behind the scenes look and how, like tell the story of how you got from this point to this point. And there's nothing more exciting than an athlete and seeing their journey. So I think that's going to be such a great trend for um, your business. And then some of the real big things too are real engagement because I don't, I think in Australia is one of the countries right now that um, Instagram is hiding the like count. Yes. You can't physically see how many likes. So that in that piece of engagement no longer matters. So it's no longer just scroll, tap, scroll, tap. People actually have to stop and engage with your content. So you have to create content that people want to stop and engage with. So engagement is huge, 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 huge. And one of the big ways to get engagement is um, with video. So that's something Serena works really hard on with our company is even if it's a still image, she'll create a video. out of it whether it's just animating the words or taking a bunch of clips so I mean you can talk a little bit about your process with that and what we want to give some um, tools that we like to use so if you want to share a little bit about that yeah, so I work with wave.video, and um, it's a really reasonable tool. I'm I'm a computer nerd, so I, I like working on the desktop and the software that that that's kind of you know that's on the desktop instead of on the phone. Um, so if you have a desktop or a laptop, using wave.video is awesome, and they have a ton of templates. They have a ton of suggestions. Um, they have free um, clip art and even videos. Um, that you can find even in the athlete world too. Um, great stock videos that you can yeah, use. It's um, really excellent. And, and also they, they provide some high, you know, high dollar, you know, uh, I say high dollar, but like, um, you know, three, five dollars, you have some that you can buy, but um, that are, are some extra videos that um, are high quality. Um, but it's really user-friendly and, um, I really love that it's user-friendly. Anybody can really use it and you can take your own images, um, or your own little videos. You can take anything that you produce too and mix it in with their templates or their, their clips. Um, it's just like a ton of stuff that you can use. It's a really great tool. And one thing that we love with it too is that you can voice over it. So you can have your own voice on it. Um, I love that. And we'll take a static thought or image, like say something. Like one of the big things is creating savable content. That's one of the big Instagram engagement metrics right now. So something that somebody would want to save and refer back to. So a lot of times that's going to be some kind of like list or, you know, here's the top video editing apps, but instead of just putting that as a static image, she'll create it so all the words float in and it becomes a video. So it's been said that by 2021, 78% of all marketing traffic is going to be video. So this is like now, if you're not on board now, like you're late to the party. So most importantly too is that 
you can resize it for any social social platform. So you know it's really easy to to size for the Facebook feed, for YouTube, for Twitter, um, for Instagram stories versus anything. yeah. Um, so that's a really great tool that you can size. And is that still free, Serena, or is that on a paid version? You know, like sometimes in Canva, like, you know, it's free. Yeah, yeah. you know, the free version obviously is limited. It's very limited. <laughs> so, um, but the, it, it starts at a package of like $9.99 a month. It's very affordable for what they offer. And honestly, you, it, what I, one other piece that I love is you add your brand colors, mm -hmm. your logo. So it'll automatically, you know, add your logo in. It'll add, like, if you're putting text to the image, it'll put it in your colors. So it's a really nice way to um, create a video affordably because most small businesses don't have the budget to have, you know, a videography team come in and do that. So <laughs> it's a great way to kind of take things and do that. Um, so video is, is, continues to be a huge trend. Engagement metrics such as saves is a huge trend. So now that likes are being hidden, we have to really, really get people to engage. One of the other um, big trends for 2020 that we're seeing and hearing is longer captions. And in fact, there, there's a lot of people and influencers that are creating their caption before their video or image. So they're kind of like writing out their thoughts and then, and then creating, like it was always picture first, caption was secondary, maybe with a quick, you know, emoji or something. And that's all changed. It's really turning into more blog-like posts and informational in the caption. So um, some great advice would be to elongate your captions. Um, with important things to say. I'm not suggesting just type a bunch of words just to have a longer caption, but engagement is about 10% higher when you have that longer caption. Awesome. Thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then the big one is IGTV. Um, Instagram is definitely putting a lot of eggs in that basket and um, they are really rewarding accounts that use it. You'll see your engagement overall um, move up. Um, the algorithm is definitely favoring Instagram TV. And the purpose of it is for longer form video content. So it's sort of Instagram's answer to YouTube. Yeah. And they made some really important changes at the end of 2019. And that those changes have really created um, more usage of IGTV. And a couple of those are ha adding that preview. Like you've seen the preview now. So when you're scrolling through the feed, yeah. it'll play that first minute. So yeah, so it's like really important to have that first minute be really good. Um, and then you can click keep watching and that'll take you to the IGTV where when IGTV launched it, they didn't have that. So you had to like go to this other place and find it. And it was, it was crazy. <laughs> it was no good. So they added that and they also added the series. So this is a great way. Have you seen this yet? Yep. The Siri feature? Yeah, so this is a great way to categorize your content. Siri thinks I'm talking to her, so my phone just went off because I said Siri. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking to you. Um, so the series is a great way to categorize your content. So for instance, if like one of your athletes maybe had different categories of their training regimen, maybe it's their meals that they eat to get, you know, different things like that. So when somebody goes to their IGTV, they don't have to seek out what they're looking for. It'll be categorized and they can kind of pick and choose their way around and find the content that they want to use and, and to view. Yeah, so it's like is, a highlight section from Instagram. It is, yeah, it is kind of like, exactly, yeah, to like categorize everything, yes. Awesome. I think what's really important too is, is that 
especially the athletes should understand that they need to be on purpose. They need to have a strategy for the IGTV and not just have random clips. Um, you know, they're selling something, they're telling something, whatever it is, but it should be on purpose. You know, um, they should have a strategy. And I'm sure the athletes are looking for sponsors, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, <laughs> when they create that awesome, compelling piece of content that catches the eye of someone, yes. it's huge for them. And this is the year of the micro-influencer. So yes. it doesn't matter, like, if you have under 10,000 followers. If you have a nice follower base and a really um, – a follower base that's really engaged with you, that is the new influencer. So it's a pretty exciting time. Yeah, and I think maybe those are just questions for you. But uh, you're talking about content and video. Um, I guess most of the listeners would probably be the parents of the drivers, and maybe or their child is a young athlete. Um, mm -hmm. Kind of content. I think they'll probably be going, "Well, what kind of story?" Like, yes, we need to do stories and tell our story. But I know yeah. the feedback that I get is like, "Oh, well, he's only eight. Um, you know, what kind of story? What kind of post can we do around an eight-year-old?" Yeah, I think that's actually really exciting um, to be able to kind of show the journey of what, like, why that eight-year-old is embarking on this, right? And they're devoting a certain amount of their life where they could be out, like, playing with friends or doing other things, and they're really committed to this. So I think it could be, um, like, how how they commit to it, like, you know, like, and what that looks like, and maybe how they get over maybe sacrificing other parts of their lives, and then like just a little bit of telling that story and then how they get into shape for what they need to do and that kind of thing. I think um, what's interesting is we work with a company that we deal with a lot of younger gymnasts mm -hmm. and it's really exciting um, to see their journey and their practice and their, how they get to where they're going to be. And um, it gets the most attention on that page is when we speak to those little, I call them the future stars. Um, and well, it's really, people love it and they like to watch it and they like to see it. Yeah. So that could be just kind of, you know, what their life looks like and that kind of thing. And yeah, this year too, um, what a lot of the professionals are saying, the videos is the raw imperfection. So mm -hmm. even the, the screw ups, you know, yeah. even the meltdowns, the, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, and especially as kids, I think we should show like the young athletes, like, I mean, they're developing, they're, they're going through mm -hmm. stages in life. Like we know how that was just as a regular kid. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, they're going to go through some serious difficulties. And I think showing that rawness that, you know, it's not always perfect. It's always a struggle. Yeah. And also the parents' journey because parents are a huge part of that, right? So they have to devote their lives to this. So showing how they prep their lives for success, right? It's probably a lot of preparing. So I think other, and a lot of the parents run the pages for their kids, obviously, if they're that young. So I think it's important, like, to just be real and show, like, real life family. Yeah. And as you can imagine, they're like, well, we just want our kid to go racing. And now all of a sudden we're having to do social media and we're having to do public relations with their child. We're having to yeah. get them We're going to have to, you know, especially if they're going through the, the categories and, you know, the directions yeah. to make it to Formula One or, you know, even to go overseas to race predominantly, you know, for them to go to Europe or to, to pursue that Formula One dream, they do need to be leaving anywhere between 13 and 14. Um, years of age so it's quite a quick journey once they start here in Australia yeah over there if that's their long-term goal 
yeah, it is. A, it is a great story. Um, you know, it is a great story and their travels and the opportunity. And you brought me to something um, that I always say to people is your mindset's going to create your experience. And if you are in a yuck mindset about having to post on social media, I promise your social media will feel that way. But when you sort of just like sit back and say, okay, I'm going to show our life. I'm going to show what we do. I'm going to give great advice like, and I'm on purpose and you bring some fun to it, that changes it. And you, people feel that, but it's your mindset. And I, I say, if you can't do that, maybe like then don't post, <laughs> like, don't show the journey because people will absolutely feel it. And it, when it feels like a chore to me, I'm like, I'm getting away from my computer and phone and starting over tomorrow. I guess with one of these sports, it's, it's kind of a sport for an introvert because it is an in the eyes at an individual sport. Um, it mm-hmm. takes a lot of people to get you onto the track, but because, and they also get to wear a helmet. So a lot of the guys yeah. and girls post a lot of content of their carts and them sitting in their cars or carts with their helmets on. And yeah, um, yeah we try and promote obviously to, to be raw and, and to show your face. Um, and yeah. even when you look through their, say their Facebook profiles, there's always images of them with their helmets on or mm-hmm. in their cars. And it's like, well, who are you? And trying to, yeah. to tell their story about, you know, why they got into racing, Or that feeling, like like the feeling they get, or that feeling when they're sitting there, like that minute before things are going to start. Like, how do you get yourself prepped and ready, and how do you get rid of the jitters? And so, even if it's that image or that still image, like in the caption, evoke that emotion. You know. Um, And so, for those that have been living underneath the rock, ladies, what is Instagram? Yeah, Instagram, I like to call it the place of connection. Mm-hmm. Instagram um, is a place to connect with other people, businesses. I love going to Instagram now. For a long time, I didn't. I was like, oh my God, it's too much. It was overwhelming. And now I'm following people I want to follow and learn from. And I'm always finding some great advice. Like I, I, I just, I love it. So to me, it's a place of connection and also discovering businesses and people I never would have discovered. Like never, if I wasn't following certain hashtags, I would be missing out on so many incredible motivators and educators and things like that. So I really truly look at Instagram as a place of connection. Now I know it's a social media marketing app. Like that's what the definition of it. It's owned by Facebook, all that kind of stuff. But to me, if people just think of it as a place to connect, I feel like that mindset will help you connect with the right people. Lisa, I do have to ask, how many hours a day are you on Instagram? <laughs> <laughs> yes, so you'll be surprised. Probably two. Probably one or two. Uh-huh. Probably one or two. Not, it's not as, um, we, I use a lot of tools that I can pre-plan and batch out my content, but it's not fair for me to just post and not go back, yep. right? So even though I've batched out my content and I know like the theme of the day and what's going out, I wouldn't be serving my audience if I didn't go back and converse with them. Mm-hmm. So I do get on and talk to people and I get a lot of DMs now and things like that. So I'll go in and speak to people. And also I like to look around at other people's pages, yes. but that's sort of, that's my job, right? So, um, that's okay. Like if, if you're a business, like a small business, you know, just plan on if you're going to post five times a week, right? If you're going to post five times a week, make sure those five days that you hop on and spend 20 minutes, um, talking to people because it's just not fair to post and leave, right? 
Correct. And how many posts do you recommend per week? Yeah, so it's it's going to be a little bit different for everyone, but I, I think no more than five posts per week for the average business on the feed. So if I was going to say like what the perfect world would look like, probably five posts that go on your feed. And you're going to think of Instagram as having these sort of different hangout places. Your Instagram stories, that's a whole nother, I don't want to say beast, but it can be. <laughs> it's, it's pretty yeah let's go into Instagram stories yeah so I would say try and post on Instagram stories as daily as you can and some really great tips for Instagram stories would be to first of all tell a story and a story has a beginning a middle and an end like don't just post something and throw it up and leave because no one cares right like tell the story um post throughout the day so let's say you have like five pieces of content that you know you're going to post in your stories that day. Don't post it all at once because you want to stay at the front of the line, right? So if you um, take your time posting throughout the day, your story bubble will stay in the front for people. So that's just a little pro tip, like try and post throughout the day. A great way to utilize stories is to have fun. Mm -hmm. Show that behind the scenes. Um, and also use your story stickers. The stickers are the key to engagement. Um, and we have a free little goodie on our website that goes through every story sticker and how to use it. Oh, it's free. It's right on our website. Yeah. So, and one of the stickers I would always use is a location sticker because you'll get three times more reach. Mm -hmm. The location sticker, the hashtag sticker, this is what takes your story and puts it somewhere else, meaning people can see your story that aren't necessarily following your page. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So you absolutely want to use that. Um, but think of stories as a place to, you know, not be as buttoned up as you have to be on your feed. Um, you know, we give in our course a lot of great content ideas, but day in the life is always good. It's a great spot to, you know, have if you have promotions or sales or flash sales, things like that. Um, it's a great place just to do some quick on-camera stuff, introduce yourself, give a great tip, you know, like 15 second, great, you know, whether you made a great smoothie that morning and you think everyone in the world should make it, right? <laughs> show show yourself making that, right? <laughs> and Serena, do we need to have video on Instagram stories or because it kind of turns it into a video, we can get away with the image placements? What's the best content to place on Instagram stories? Um, you can do both. It's fine. Um, and I think like going what Lisa said, the raw stuff, you know, the bloopers, the behind the scenes, those are really fun, but keep them short. Um, stories is definitely like a quick, quick look-see. So if you have a quick little video, that's fine. You know, like a three second, um, will work fine. I, I think video is pretty impactful more so than a static image. So I definitely, you can film your video right in, um, Instagram stories, but I'm also loving the create mode where now you can take your GIF and you can, it can be the whole screen, which I love that. So when you're in create mode on stories, there's so many great new features on there. They make stories so much easier. So you can animate, like I was showing, I just um, filmed a quick little uh, tutorial, 30 seconds on how to take a static image and use Instagram stories to animate it. Mm -hmm. and then save it as a video. Yeah. So I mean, like there's so many great things that you can do, but the key to stories is definitely to utilize your engagement stickers. 
And I think if you're stuck on what kind of content, put that out to your audience. Like, what would you like to see from my page? What can I share with you, my community? And people will send you back ideas. So you can do the um, question sticker and ask something like that. And that's where a lot of times people will give us and like, they'll say, well, I want to learn more about IGTV. We're like, okay. So then we start creating tutorials for that. So definitely um, ask your audience what they'd like to see from you. Yeah. I even did for our podcast today, guys. I put it out there to the Instagram world saying we've got some Instagram experts coming on. And if anyone has any questions, um, do pop them below. So we've got some questions. I love it. And you got the feedback, right? Yes. Yes, we certainly Awesome. Did. Uh, I also heard a tip during the week about hiding the hashtag so it doesn't look so like so yes. it's hashtaggy, um, so to speak. Um, about yes. behind, um, so putting yeah. on there and then putting the sticker over the top. There's a couple of great things that you can do. So in stories, a lot of people don't know this. You can have up to ten hashtags in your story, but when you're using the hashtag sticker, you can only type it once, right? So you're like, well, how can you use ten? Here's the trick. You, I type them in my notes. I have my hashtags in my notes and I copy and paste it over into the story. And then I use the little dropper in the stories to make it the same color as my background. So you never see them, but my, my content is now in all of those hashtags. So that's something that we teach in our class. We teach a lot of little tips like that because if you're taking the time to create content, why not get it to as many places as you can. That's what I say. So if I know I can have 10 hashtags, you better believe I'm going to use them, but I don't want to clutter my, my story up with hashtags. So that's why if you create, if you use that little dropper and you make it the same background color, you can have all those wonderful hashtags there and get your um, story discovered. Yay. Yeah. And I guess that's another big thing that people worry about is hashtags and how do they find hashtags? What are hashtags? Yeah, so hashtags are, are, I call them a discovery tool. So when you use a hashtag, anytime you use that hashtag, so if I use the hashtag smile, that piece of content is going to live under that hashtag smile. So it's taking your content and moving it somewhere else. But the key to it is moving it to a place that your ideal customer is looking. So you don't want to just use weird hashtags and putting, it's like, it's a content labeling tool. So you want to research it. And we actually have a free hashtag strategy planner on our website. So I'll give you the links. Maybe they can go in the show notes of some of these freebies. Um, and it really guides you through how to develop your hashtag strategy because we always are looking and changing. Like, I mean, if it's a brick and mortar business in a certain location, like if it's a hair salon and Brisbane, right? You, you probably want to use that hair salon, uh, yep. you know, in that key area because you want to think, you want to think of it as like a Google search and you want to label your content with that. And what it does is people get so overwhelmed to like, what do you mean? You can use 30 hashtags on a post. And I say, if, if you have 30 chances to get discovered, why would you just use 10? Yes. Like use them all. Set them up ahead of time with our hashtag um, strategy planner. It helps you categorize them, helps you through the research process. So then you'll just save them somewhere and use those um, hashtag sets on the appropriate post. Yeah, fantastic. Thanks, guys. Yeah, I've yeah. got notes again. So like you, just keep hitting notes. And then when you do the post, just copy and paste it across your notes. Yeah, absolutely. And you want to definitely use mix them up. You don't want to use the same ones every time. And you want to use some of, some of them that make sense on that post to the context of it. All right. And then so what are the highlights on Instagram and what are they used for? 
Well, Serena's the queen of creating the covers for highlights. <laughs> it's taking your best stories and categorizing it. So if somebody, you want to think of it as somebody landing on your page because it lives under your bio. And people don't pay enough attention to their bio and their story highlights. If you think about it, this is your landing page. This is the first thing people are seeing when they land on your page. So you want it to be awesome, right? So the highlights are going to be the very best content from your stories and it's going to be like content categories. So for instance, if you're a business, maybe you want to make sure people know the hours you're open. So you'd have like a welcome highlight and it would just tell that pertinent information, where to park, what hours you're open, that, you know, that kind of thing. Um, if you're an athlete, maybe you have certain things like my AM training, my PM training, how I eat, like, you know, best meals for training, that kind of thing. Like think of it as like, if you have a website, the categories that people would want to click on. And that you can't have something in a highlight that does not live in the stories. It has to go into the stories. First. It has to go in the stories first. So you want to think of these as content categories. And if you're meeting someone, um, what they'd click on and like learn about you. And so how does Instagram differ from Instagram TV? Yeah, so Instagram TV is like its own little hangout platform within Instagram. Instagram TV is the place for long form video content. So you can be anywhere from one minute to one hour. Wow. Yes. Now, that being said, um, three to five minutes is usually good. You know, but if you have like a great piece of content that's longer than that, go, you know, and people people will stay as long as you're holding their attention, right? So if it's great content, they'll stay longer. Now you can't upload anything over 15 minutes on the mobile app. You actually have to do that on your, um, in a browser. Mm -hmm. So if you have, you know, a 20 minute video that you want to upload, you cannot do that on the app. Desktop all the way. Huh? Desktop all the way. Yes, absolutely. When there's also, um, Facebook Creator Studio, which has absolutely changed our lives here, because now, this is so awesome, we have a whole video training on this, um, that's free, um, you can actually schedule your IGTV on the Facebook Creator Studio. You can, yes, so what we've been doing is, we want to make sure that we have an IGTV going out at least once or twice a week, but, you know, sometimes we're busy, right? So now we batch it out and we schedule it to go out. And I can schedule it to go out on my Instagram. I can schedule the preview to hit the feed and it can also head on over to Facebook. So I've taken one piece of content and I've used it in all these different places. And then I'll put a link in my stories from the video and it'll, it'll link it for a swipe up. So it's, it's so great to create one piece of content and be able to use it in all these places. Fantastic. And so yeah comes to IGTV and the filming of the video, do you have some advice or some tips on what's best? Like, should it be horizontal or vertical on a stand, someone doing it for you? Um, yeah. You know, I think it's preference. Lisa, um, I think it's all about comfort, you know, because a lot of people are nervous about, um, or I shouldn't say a lot. I'm one of those people that are nervous on, on film. Lisa's amazing at it. She does a great job. And used to it. And then when I find, um, like, I'm more comfortable using an external, like, again, on my laptop, and, um, a camera that I bought, you know, it was like $30, um, you know, high-def camera. But she uses her phone, and the phone is totally fine to use, too. So I think it's about finding what you're comfortable with to be on film. So you, you don't have to have fancy equipment. 
Um, so if, if you're comfortable um, with your phone, use your phone. If you're comfortable using the camera on your laptop, then use that. Um, I think it's, and, and also budget-wise, what's, <laughs> you know, what's gonna work for you as well. But Serena will be able to, if I have a video that got shot and it didn't get MP4 or something like that, she'll take it and put it uploaded in wave and transfer it to an mp4 that's important with igtv you can only upload mp4s so you have to make sure um and wave can just convert that over super easy um and again they can convert the size too so if you've created something in a, a size they can't post on there um it'll convert it for you but the good thing is igtv has loosened up their restrictions and you can have a horizontal video like YouTube and they'll re like sort of restructure it for you because they're really trying hard to compete with YouTube. YouTube's the go-to place for video and they're really trying hard. And another key um, pro tip that I can share with you is you can have an active link in your description field on your IGTV. So I like to think of Instagram as the, I want to convert them somewhere and there's not a lot of places that you can have an active link. So in your description field, you can have an active link to convert them wherever you're trying to convert them, whether that's to buy something or to a website or whatever it is you're trying to do. So that's important for businesses to know that you can have that active link right there. And ladies, do you suggest um, with the IG or with the video content to also upload it to YouTube as well? Or does IGTV like it to be just their stuff? They, so Instagram and Facebook do not play nicely with YouTube, but I would just, I would upload them as two different, as two different platforms. Yeah, you can, again, take that same piece of content and like Serena said, convert that video to a YouTube video mm -hmm. and then just upload it directly onto YouTube. Never share from YouTube to Facebook. Facebook will bury it. Right. <laughs> they don't like each other at all. They don't play nicely. Um, and are there any cons to IGTV? Like what, what are some of the downsides, if any? Um, right now, viewership is up, but it's it hasn't taken off like they wanted it to. So that's why they're introducing all these new key pieces to it. So my suggestion is play in that arena because Instagram will they'll reward you for it and they'll boost your other content, right? So definitely um, they're putting a lot of eggs in that basket. So the only con I would say is um, just viewership right now is is okay. Um, but we're seeing it, it's steadily rising. Um, I think they've made it really easy now. Any of the cons that I had, um, they've kind of fixed. And that one minute preview in your feed is the game changer. And also being able to link it into your stories. Yes. So that's huge. So how many times a week should you post on IGTV? I would say start with one and start like a series that you're gonna commit to every week. So think of your theme for that series. And again, how are you serving your audience? What kind of content do they want from you? So, I mean, it could be entertaining. It could be, I mean, people think about all the funny stuff we like to look at. Like everything doesn't have to be like super serious, you know? Like you could have one series that's all your funny stuff and then you could have one that's educational. Um, that just depending on what type of account you are. But start with once a week. Start with just that thought. Like I'm gonna create a long form piece of content and the really great thing is you can create a bunch at once and then just batch them out. Yeah. And so you do have an online course. What's the course called and what's involved in the IGTV one? 
Yeah, so we have an IGTV course. Um, Serena was masterful at putting it all together and I recorded and she put it all together. Um, and it goes through everything from starting your IGTV to like how to use every little piece of it. You know, there's some little nuances in it, like whatever you sort of button means, how to grab their attention, how to use your description field, um, how to create a series, how to take your older videos that may be on there and put them into a series, an existing series. And the biggest part is what kind of content to create. So we give a lot of great content ideas. Um, so this just walks you through, I think, from beginning to end on how to use this platform. Um, and what's nice is you can do it from the comfort of your home. Um, and every, like my favorite part is Serena made it possible. So every time we update the class, whoever purchased it is always going to get the update. So social media changes all the time. So it's nice because as it changes, you can go back to your class that you purchased and see all the new stuff. Fantastic. So IGTV is definitely going to have updates and, you know, we're looking forward to some really cool changes this year that they'll probably have. And, um, Lisa's gonna, she's gonna video them and she's gonna update them and we'll, yeah, we'll have that. We'll course. add it to the class. Yeah. And we also have an Instagram stories class that we filmed this uh, four or five months ago and we've added to it probably 10 times. <laughs> so anyone know, like, cause it changes so much. So, um, it's great because you're always staying up to date and we'll say new information, something new update. Um, so you can always know the latest things happening, especially with that a lot of people don't know what the create um, part is in stories. And it's like such a great way to create content. And so easy. So have it in the course as well. Yeah. We up to, as soon as something new, we update it. Mm -hmm. And that Instagram stories course is um, about an hour and a half long. So I want to say that because you think of Instagram stories and you think like, Oh, it's just these like, like quick little features. And um, we just, like go way in depth into stories and how you use it and every single feature um, we have the video of on the phone like how to actually use it so it's it's a really cool online course that really goes in depth with stories yeah and that's a good point Serena we everything we teach you in the class we then show you a screen recording of using it and to me, that was the biggest thing because I don't want anyone to leave like I don't know what she was talking about. So I, you literally see me tapping on my phone and how to use it. And we do the same thing with the IGTV course because there's nothing worse than taking a class and not leaving with being able to do everything, right? So that was important. That takes a lot of time. We screen record, at, you know, obviously we show you, tell you, got all the fancy stuff. Then we get right into a screen recording on every feature. Fantastic. And of course, the um, links will be in today's show notes, ladies, but where can they go to? Yeah, so please follow us on Instagram at Flourish Marketing Solutions. You can find us there. Our website is www.flourishmarketingsolutions.com. We have so much free material that we, what's really cool is anytime we create something for ourselves to use, we always then create it and put it on the website for other people to use. We're like, hey, this is a great tool that we love. We're going to share share the love, right? Fantastic. Thank you, ladies. And so I've been there. There's heaps of resources there, guys. So I do highly recommend you head over to um, the website. That link will be in today's show notes, as well as the links to the two courses, the Instagram stories, as well as the Instagram TV course. Um, they are very affordable. They both come in under $100 for US. 
and but well worth your time and as um, the lady said they do go in great details around about how to do it and they show you step by step so if social media is not for you or you're just starting out in this world and and you're not tech orientated i highly recommend um, that you head over and grab the girls courses so ladies thank you very much for being on today thank you a lot of knowledge i feel like ladies we could talk all day about the world i know this is i feel like i know you like we're friends i mean you're awesome yeah thank you so we're honored to be on your show and we just thank you so much for having us yeah well maybe we can get you on again later throughout the year and we can talk about tiktok or something else. yes oh i'm on the i'm learning the tiktok for my 11 year old right now i've started <laughs> I've got three boys and um, yeah, they're telling me what to do. I still don't get it. I still feel like it's, it's a little, it's very generation Z. It's very, I'm thinking it's going to be like a product placement thing and something. I don't know, well, but that would be great to dig into. Yes. All right. Absolutely. Excellent challenge, Lise. Once you find <laughs> out about TikTok and you understand from a mother's perspective, give us a call back. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. So thanks again, ladies. And Absolutely. have a great week. You too. you too. Well, thanks everyone for listening to this week's show. I really hope you enjoyed that one as much as I did. Now, remember all the show notes with the links and the specials mentioned in today's show are available over at motivatetraining.com.au. If you haven't already, I'd really appreciate if you could head to iTunes or Stitcher, type in Motorsport Coaching, subscribe and leave us a review. Each week, I'll read them out and you'll go into monthly draw to win a fantastic prize. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at motivatetraining.com.au or head over to our Facebook page at Motivate to Tea. Until next time, take care.